everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Persuasion by the Pint. I'm Jonathan Taylor, along with Sean McCool. Sean, today we're going to go over some, some takeaways from Funnel Hacking, what is it, Funnel Hacking Live 2022? Yep, Funnel Hacking Live 2022. Uh, the hashtag, if you're looking for even more insights, is FHL 2022. Um, a lot of people were hashtagging, so if mm-hmm. you want to see some more stuff, that'd be a good place to go find more stuff on the interwebs. Lots of selfies, I'm sure, as well. If you want to just sort through all the people that were there. Oh, yeah. 5,000 people in Orlando. And I'm going to share with you, and this was a closed door event. You know, was, I think all the tickets were a thousand bucks. So this was, you know, it was a big event, but still most of the people in the world were not there. So that's why we're <laughs> calling it behind closed door. Behind events. closed doors. <clears throat> Even though you won't get this kind of open. information anywhere else. No, except especially for, if you weren't there. Except for the 5,000 or a thousand other podcasters that were there probably sharing the same ideas but hey you won't get it in this form in this delivery while drinking beer that's for sure so so were you completely exhausted by the 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 last day so it was wednesday through saturday four days three and a half so wednesday started at like 11 or noon something like that by third and it went till nine o'clock each night plus any social hanging out at the bar or whatever you wanted to do so by day two, I swear I'd been there for a week. Like by the end of day two, I was already just exhausted. But then I got a second wind and yeah. felt better Friday and Saturday. But yeah, that that Thursday night, I was just exhausted. I had to go back and decompress. And, mm-hmm. you know, yep. for an introvert like me, it was like that was a lot of people, a lot of lights, a lot of music. So, uh, so yeah. I yeah. To, getting everybody, you know, jumping around and. Yeah, fired oh, up and dude, it yeah. was a it was like a rock. They call it a rock concert for entrepreneurs, and that's that's mm-hmm. kind of what it felt like. Yeah. Um, so what's crazy is, like you've said before, a lot of those people were leaving straight from there, and then heading down to Miami, right, for mm-hmm. the uh, traffic. Was it traffic? Well, I think traffic and funnels was in San Diego. Mm-hmm. There was another event that I saw and that was happening in Miami a couple days later. But uh, yeah, a lot of people were going to traffic and funnels. I think out in San Diego right after mm-hmm. the week. So yeah, yeah, we're in we're in conference <clears throat> season again now that the world has opened back up and yes, conferences everywhere. So yeah, that's, that's good to see. Good to see. Well, while we get started, I've got a short day because I've got to yeah. pick up a friend from the airport. All right, um, but yeah, let's talk about our our beverages. I've got a good one today. I'm I'm a uh, presently surprised. It's right in theme with the old Oktoberfest, as since we are yeah. October seventh as recording this. And I think you've got something similar as far as seasonal. It's pumpkin time, man. It's pumpkin, pumpkin time. time. So mine's not pumpkin, but it is, I think, Oktoberfest-ish, mm-hmm. sort of. But it's called a pretzel stout. Oh, okay. So get this, pretzel stout, limited release white chocolate. Mm. So I was a little, it's 8% alcohol by volume. It's local up in Fort Worth, local company. Um it is, just, yeah, uh, Martin House Brewing, made in Texas by Texans. <laughs> that makes it sell better when you say that. Yep. So, absolutely. Uh, so yeah. So pretzel. So check this out. I poured it a little bit earlier to let it breathe a little bit. Oh man, 
Look so at that's that. a stout, but it's amber. And if you look really close, there's something. Yeah, I see the bubbles. In. Those I, aren't bubbles. Oh, those are bubbles. Okay, there's something. That's that just solid stuff. That's solids. This is the second week in a row we've been talking about solids. <laughs> I don't know what those solids are. Solids are floating, and I don't not... know if I don't know if they're usually in stouts, and you just can't see them. Mm -hmm. You got so, some extra. I got a material there. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> Cracker Jacks. I got a little extra surprise inside. I'm not sure what's going on there. Um, yeah, I, I was shocked when I poured it from the can. It, it was this color. I was not mm -hmm. expecting that because I thought a stout would be. Yep. black or brown yeah so, i would i would think too that's a little it is, light it's, it's a little more pretzel colored which maybe mm -hmm. that's where it kept its name so i learned something new every day about beer what do you have over there so i have a an atomic pumpkin let's add this here the voodoo ranger atomic pumpkin this is their uh seasonal um release or it's a spicy they say a spicy special release um, this time of year. So, yeah. uh, yeah, I don't know what to uh, expect now. I, I gotta say that, um, uh, in terms of the, the, um, uh, you know, some of these new Belgium, the, the um, voodoo Ranger, I mean, some of these, some of these beers they do aren't that bad that, cause they do a lot of IPAs and yeah. actually the, the, the few that I've had, or at least I think the Imperial IPAs aren't that bad. So yeah, Voodoo is um, one of the bigger craft brew houses for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I got to hand it to, I mean, they have some of the best artwork yeah. um, on their cans. So yeah. that's always captures the eye, but I'm looking forward to uh, trying this, you know, the pumpkin, let's see if I can hold this up. Let me take this off the screen. This is a six point, what is it? 6.4%. Yeah. So we both got a little pumpkin color going on today. Yeah. Yep. So that's right in, right in theme. Yeah. I'm excited. I had a little, um, I think this is going to pair nicely. I had a little moon pie before the uh, show started. All right. Um, this time of year, I, I would love to have a southern moon pie. Huh? Southern moon pie, right? Southern, it's, yes, the southern moon pie. It's not a uh, Pennsylvania not a, moon pie. It's different <laughs> for those of you who Marsh, might be outside yes, of our area. You know what would be good, though, this time of year where everything, you know, you go to all of these um, – uh, events like the carnivals and things like that, where everything's fried, deep fried. Um, have you ever had a fry? Is there a, such thing as a deep? I'm sure there is a deep fried moon pie. Oh, there's got to be. I mean, there's deep fried Oreos. So it's got to be deep fried Oreos, deep fried yeah. butter. Deep. I mean, I, I think I would there's like deep fried that. Coke, Coca Cola, <laughs> deep fried Coca Cola. So I don't know how you do that, but it's a thing. Well, if you can deep fry Coke, you can deep fry beer. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a line from a movie. You can deep fry a Coke. You can deep fry a beer. <laughs> I will find out and we will let you know if you can deep fry a beer. All right. We're going to try that. All right. All right. Well, cheers. Let's cheers. This up. Absolutely. Yep. I already had a few sips, so I've already got my rating in mind. Mm. This is one of the most unique beers I've had to date. Now, the audience is wondering, does the unique mean good or does unique mean not could so be, good? Could be either. Okay. Could be, it should be a pleasant first. way to could be a pleasant way to say it. it's terrible. Right? Yeah. Like a realtor or something. It's cozy. It's not small. All right. So I'm going to give mine. Mine is really good. I don't know all the notes. It didn't have any copy on the can to tell me what the notes are. It's not on their mm -hmm. website. 
but definitely a little of that white chocolate. I don't taste any pretzel. Um, I don't know where that's coming from, but I definitely taste the white chocolate. Probably what the chunks are in here. Um, (laughs) But I'm going to give this, it's really, really good. So I'm going to give it a 4.9. A 4.9. Oh man, that's teetering. That's right there. Not quite, but. Might have to give that a. um, Just like a very quick applause. Golf clap. Golf. Yeah. We'll give him a golf clap. There you go. There Very we go. nice. We got a single clap. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, <clears throat> mine is a big disappointment. So mm. this is an atomic <laughs> disappointment. We need a womp womp sound on your <laughs> board there. <laughs> You've heard me talk. Nope. That's the wrong. I always hit that one. Um, like, you like running those ads, man. <laughs> Hey. I'm relentless. I have ad buttons all over here. Um, no, this is uh, this is disappointing. I don't know if it's having something a little sweet beforehand, but well, yeah, uh, well, this is completely flat. Um, oh, that could be then. Completely yeah. flat. Yeah. So you need to keep drinking. See if that flat. cleanses so, the palate. Yeah, I'm going to give it as it stands now. This is like a two five. Uh, it's not, not impressive. It's tough. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on. I've got the, uh, the notes. Got my notes in my never nicotine stand fingers. These aren't the official. These are the handwritten notes. These are the handwritten Sean's notes. And Sean was not a great note taker in high school. So, you know, I can tell I'm reading, I'm trying to read your handwriting as we speak. Yeah. Uh, but these are the abbreviated version I gave for you for the show notes. Yep. Um, so the first thing we're going to talk about, which was kind of a big part of the whole thing um, from the cluck, cluck, cluck funnels, click funnels, <laughs> cluck funnels, man. There's a, there's a site. <laughs> cluck funnels sell chicken equipment. <laughs> All these backyard gardeners, cluck funnels. Cluck funnels. All right. Um, Got to be careful when you say That's that a, uh, <laughs> too many times. The poultry industry. We've given them ideas already. Yes. Um, no, one thing they talked about, you know, uh, ClickFunnels bought GKIC, Dan Kennedy's newsletter company, mm-hmm. or yep. apparently it's passed through a lot of people and <laughs> Dan is not the one that's been buying it back. It's just getting passed from person to person Yeah, is the way Russell told the story. And then every person that buys it has to renegotiate with Dan for him to write in the newsletter. You're kidding. Wow. Yeah. So, so he's, he's, man, he just keeps crazy. up in his fees and his, right. you know, all that stuff. So, um, but anyway, one of the things I mean, talk- so, so let's explain. So somebody buys it and they have to bring him in just to, I guess to, to, um, he's the voice of the newsletter. So if right. they want him to write the, the articles in the newsletter yeah, or stand behind it, then he's got a certain fee to write the letters. He's got a certain yeah, yeah. fee to right. do calls. He's, if you want him to come to an event, it's a one day or two day or whatever fee, yeah. like all that. You have to negotiate all that after you buy the actual <laughs> newsletter. Then you got to negotiate with Dan and all that sure. stuff. Okay. Right. Russell told a little bit of that story. But one thing they were talking about was what they call, and they called this internally at Dan Kennedy's company, um, the Mythki. And okay. apparently when they were trying to figure out, okay, what do we want to do with GKIC? And, you know, they brought mm-hmm. the former employees in and they kept talking about the Mythki, the Mythki, the Mythki's the thing that worked the best. Right. So you're like, well, what is a, what, what's a Mythki? And it's the most incredible free gift ever. 
is what a myth mm-hmm. key is. That's the okay. initials for most incredible free gift ever. And if you followed magnetic marketing or GKSC mm-hmm. for any period of time, then you know they always have this huge stack of stuff that you get when you sign up for the newsletter. Right. So that's the myth key. So there's a lot of talk about if you're not, if you don't have a myth key with your offer, something that's really an incredible free gift, you're really, you're missing out. You know, so we've talked about offer and stuff, but this, like this over the top kind of offer with lots of stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this one's got $19,000. If you do a free trial, right. you get all this stuff. They're actually yeah. combining two newsletters. You know, here's, so here's all the stuff. And then you get all these gifts, right? You get magnetic marketing on demand. You get the brass balls factor course. You get <laughs> the renegade millionaire course, time management mm-hmm. system, the Midas touch course. All of this, if you'll just say, maybe the gift is yours for free and you get some hard, actually some hard copy books, you get a swipe file book, you get a copy of magnetic marketing. Mm -hmm. It's all just $29.95 to cover shipping and handling. And then you get 30 days free of the newsletter. And then, and then of course you start getting billed. I think it's 97 a month. So sure. So he, he, um, Russell started showing how when they started putting myth keys on all their other funnels, which they'd already done some, it just continued to increase conversions mm-hmm. by adding this, which makes sense, right? Because offer is more important right. than copy. <clears throat> right. You know, it's offer, list, copy in that order as far as what's, mm-hmm. what is, what matters most, what's most important. So that was just good, good to kind of hear, you know, that's still working. It's not going to stop working. Sure. Um, and what's interesting is they kind of dove deeper into it. It's like a lot of this stuff is just pulled out of your library of content. Sure. It's not like you have to make this new. You take your old stuff and you pack it Repurpose together, it. Yeah, exactly. Repurpose it on the front end as, <laughs> as the gift. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you need to go out and make a whole bunch of new courses or anything like that. It could be interviews. It could be, um, you know, it could be just about anything. Cheat sheets, interviews, yeah. courses, yeah. all that stuff. Right. So that was, that was the kind of the big thing they kept going back to over and over. And they talked about it in different ways, um, is to make sure you have a myth key on all Mm -hmm. of your funnels. Okay. So that was the number one. And then I'm going to go. So there was a, it was interesting because at the event, it was not as much tactics as you might think. There's a lot of the speakers that, that talked were talking a lot about mindset. And there were some tactics here and there, but a lot of we're talking about mindset, which was interesting because obviously as an entrepreneur, solopreneur, salesperson, you do have to have the mindset to succeed or else you're, you're not going to succeed. Right. Um, yeah. And you'll just get caught up in the tactics because you won't have the mindset to push through it. Right. Which I know has happened to me from time to time. I'm sure I'm, I'm the only one. Um, so. Only one. Yeah. Only one. No one else. You're probably the only one like that at that event. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> Um, so Brendan Burchard, he was one of the speakers and I thought he offered a kind of interesting insight and he talked about how, whenever there's a big change, whether it's in your industry or whether it's in the world, like we've had in the last three years, like where there's this big change, like we had in 2008, 2000, like anytime there's these huge changes, the market breaks up into three different types of people. And I thought this was very interesting. So the, yeah. the first is people that are just clinging to security mm. and they really want to just like keep things the way they are, or they want to go 
they they run to safety of whatever that looks like. Yeah. And that's actually now in the beginning it could be a lot more, but you know, once you're kind of in it and and starting to come out of it, there's still 15% of the market that's just never they they're just not going to move on with the new world and the new quote new normal, those kind of sure. things. They just they just get stuck. Stuck, yeah. So that's 15% of the market approximately that they're just going to cling to security and what they used to know even though the world has changed. Yeah. Yeah. I, and there's I a market people like that. <laughs> yeah, and there's a market there that you can actually sell to those people. Like mm -hmm. there's things you can sell to those people. Yeah. You know, they they tend to live in a place of complaint. Mm -hmm. Um yeah. You know, but my father's very much like that. He refused <laughs> to uh he refused to change with the times and he still complains about technology and yeah. to this day. But yeah, you're right. There's an there's a market of people like that. Oh yeah. That, um that you, you can cater to. Yeah, and if you right. sell them, you know, stuff that helps them with security and keeps them right you know, feeling safe in the change, mm -hmm. they're, they'll absolutely line up and buy it. Right. I mean, um, there's a, there's literally a group of people that refuse to ever own a smartphone. Right. Yeah. But they do want to, they, they want to own a phone. So what, I mean, what kind of market did that create? What was it? The jitterbug or whatever. Jitterbug, the, Yeah. And now there's, yeah. there's another company now that's just come <laughs> on recently. Right. I've been seeing ads for, um, that also kind of does the same thing. You know, they have the mm -hmm. flip phone, but they also have a smartphone, but it's a simplified smartphone. Exactly. And it kind of has life alert and stuff built into it and all these, right. all these other senior type things. So that's 15% of the market. And then you mm -hmm. can move on to phase two. So these are people who are like, okay, the world has changed. It's stressing me out a little bit, but I know I'm going to adjust. I'm going to figure out how to adjust. So they're looking, they're, they're adapting and they're looking for ways to adapt. They're looking right. to learn. They're looking to move forward. And that's about 65% of the audience. There's mm -hmm. lots of people in that world that if you can help them confidently try something new, something mm -hmm. you know that they're not used to, help them through that, help them through the change, sure. you could have a very good customer for a very long time. Because yeah. you're going to help them through that big change. Right. You know, People that helped people through the housing crisis mm. in whatever way, you know, yep. probably kept those people for a while. People mm -hmm. that help people through the tech wreck, same yeah. thing, or help them through the the you know the implementation of of <clears throat> right just being <clears throat> online and mm -hmm. all that stuff. So that's so phase two or part two is sixty five percent of the audience, and the final twenty mm -hmm. percent. These are like phase three people. These are you know a lot of entrepreneurs. These are people who are going after progress. They're always looking for the next way to succeed, productivity, sure. and performance, all those kind mm -hmm. of things. And those are the people where you get paid to push them even harder. Yeah. They're already pushing. They're already wanting to know the next thing. So if you want to market to these guys, you got to kind of stay out with them ahead of them and encourage them to keep going. Right. So all of it could be encouragement. Mm -hmm. You know, you could be encouraging the the first group that, Hey, it's going to be okay. You know, don't worry. You don't have to be on this train. Here's right. some things you can do to, you know, to <clears throat> keep things the way you like them. Then the next group is, Hey, things are changing. Yeah, that's all right. We're all going to change together. Let's go get this. Let's let's adopt to the new way of of the worlds. And mm -hmm. and you can, and then you've got the the twenty percenters that are just going to yeah. you know, early adopters, those kind of people, right? Entrepreneurs, salespeople, all those. So I thought that was an interesting spread to think about, like as you're doing your message, because in any given industry, you know, people are dealing with both industry things and just the general whatever's going on in the world. Yep. 
That was Brendan's. Brendan's that's that's a very interesting. Yeah. Especially the breakdown. I find that interesting about 65%, you know, the middle. Yeah. Uh, you know, is so large, you know? Yep. Um, you know, just those people that are, gen- but I would say, you know, I guess I can, I can buy into that. Most yeah, people but, are willing to adjust. Yeah. Well, you almost um, have to as to, needed. You have to. Yeah, and, especially if you're in the marketplace, you right. know, you're still in your earning years. You know, if you're, if you're a little bit towards retirement, like your dad, maybe mm-hmm. you can put up a fight a little bit longer. You kind of, you kind of set, you know, mm-hmm. you don't have to do those things. So, but yeah, if you're, if you're active in the world, you're going to have to adjust and adapt. Yeah. So you can make really good money helping people adapt. That could be through software, mm-hmm. could be through courses, could be through, you know, events, could be through anything. I mean, there's a lot of different tools people could use to, to adapt. The, the majority of the money though. Um, I think is is made in that twenty percent, probably. The higher margin, the more yeah, you probably can charge. like yeah, probably like the you know, mastermind high ticket type stuff would be definitely exactly. in that in that world right. for sure. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. So the next thing was from Perry Belcher, and I hadn't seen Perry in quite a while. I can't remember the last time I've actually seen him live. It's been a, a long time. But he's been doing a lot of cool stuff kind of behind the scenes. You know, he worked mm-hmm. a lot with Agora. He's done he's done a lot of stuff. He he runs a lot of other companies. Um and he had some pretty cool, pretty cool stuff to to say. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Perry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think I think actually I might still be on his yeah, he used to work a lot with Ryan Dice. Yeah. And they kind of they're still, I think, partners from what he said, but they run mm-hmm. different businesses. So they don't sure. Apparently they didn't work super well together, super close, but mm-hmm. you know, overall they're, they're still friendly yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Right. So the main thing that Perry talked about, um, and we've talked about this a little bit on, on the show before, uh, mm-hmm. we've talked about a lot of things on the show. <laughs> um, but one of the things he talked about was premiums. And I remember that, you know, I started my copy career at Agora and that's what we did for financial newsletters. We always sold in quotes the premium, mm-hmm. the free gift, the free report about, you know, the the new oil discovery that could make you 10 times richer in 10 weeks right. or whatever, you know. Right. And we'd give away a free report when you subscribe to the regular newsletter. Right. You know, the oil newsletter or whatever it was. Right, right. So, and he's had some interesting things to say about that. Um, you know, he's like, those premiums tend to be wants, not needs. Yeah. The newsletter is probably what they need, but the premium is something that they want. Yeah. Right. And the, the example that both he and Russell used independently of each other was the football phone from Sports Illustrated. And they both <laughs> they, they had the they both had the video queued up and ready to go. Perry played his and, and Russell came out and he's like, That was the same video I was gonna play. <laughs> so it's the old like, hey, get this yeah, football yeah. phone free when you subscribe right. to Sports Illustrated. Right. And they, right. you know, they've done all kinds of things since, mm-hmm. um, but that little plastic, you know, football phone from China that probably cost, you know, 50 cents to make back sure. in the eighties, <laughs> uh, saved sports illustrated from going out of business. Oh, absolutely. And it, it helped them sell millions and millions of subscriptions. Mm-hmm. They still do it to this day. Like they give the, you know, the, the pick your team fleece throw, mm-hmm. you know, that you can put over you while you're watching football in the winter. 
Oh, um, absolutely. All the yeah. team stuff they do. They do a lot of team oriented stuff now, you know, which is mm-hmm. cool because it's even more unique of a gift. Right. Depending on what you're a fan of. Right. So I thought, yeah. you know, that was a good example of a physical premium. And he, he was, here's some other little gems. He said, um, he made this joke and I thought it was the whole audience. Some people didn't get it right away. Some people did, but he said, you know, a diamond engagement ring is actually a premium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> and, and everybody's about just like that. They're like, oh yeah, I guess it is. That's uncomfortably true. <laughs> That's right. That's right. The I'm I'd be curious what the female uh the they females laugh. in the they, audience. They, they agreed. They okay. all they were like, Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Because <laughs> you get the guy. Yeah. Right. Right. But the, the ring is a premium. Like that's, that's, right. that's part of the bonus package. So that's you definitely right. want that. I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, he also said physical premiums tend to work um, really well. Mm-hmm. If you can pull it off and if you can get the right, you know, mix, you know, Jonathan growing up in the eighties, you probably remember the, or at least your parents probably remember like the um, banks used to give like toasters and stuff. Oh yeah, absolutely. As a premium for signing up for an account. You don't mm-hmm. see that anymore because nobody wants a toaster. Now people want right. cash back or mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But yeah, the savings and loan business back then they all they were all giving away toasters or steak knives or something like that. Sure. Yeah. Because your toaster was always nasty and you wanted a new one, and steak <laughs> knives were always dull, so you always need a new set of steak knives. Right. Um. He also no, said, "Go ahead." No, I was just going to say, yeah, I mean, you're spot on because, I mean, I think of like some of the courses or some of the uh, things that I've ever like, uh, you know, jumped on board, some of the membership courses or, or um, I think, you know, I'm thinking about golf in particular because those are some things that I've, I've jumped on and there's so many of them out there. And so you'll try one, but yeah. it's always like, you're absolutely right. I mean, some of them don't do this well, but some of them do uh, offer, um, you know, a premium, like a training tool, right? I mean, one particular uh, membership course that I did, uh, that I went through, um, it was a monthly membership, but one of the things they were giving away was a, a golf aid training, a trainer, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they would send to you. I mean, it was just part of the deal as being a member of the you know, of this thing. And I was like, cool, man, I, I got to get that. Yeah. Cause I think that'll help me, Which, yeah, you know, the- it didn't, but I thought it would. And, yeah. um, you know, anything you're, you're looking for any little edge or anything that you think that will help, you know, with your improvement you're thinking, you know, you go to Dick's or, or you go to Amazon and this little golf training tool, you know, is probably, 15 to 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> if not less. And they're probably, you know, it's so it's nothing for them to throw. Oh, yeah. That their in actual there. hard cost is, is yeah, probably next exactly. to nothing. No. Here's how you, so. so here's how you know when your premium is a good premium. People want the premium mm-hmm. for the free gift more than they want the actual thing. Sure. Right. <clears throat> That's when you know you've got a winner. And yep. we did that all the time at Agora. The free reports was what everybody wanted. When they would call into customer service, they would never mention the newsletter. They would always mention the free report. The free reports, yeah. And they're like, yeah, you get that free when you join, you know, mm-hmm. whatever newsletter. They're like, fine, yeah, that's fine. Just, <laughs> just send me the report. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just cancel. Yeah, just right. Cancel. Yeah. And they don't. Yeah, I'll forget. At least not for a while. <laughs> um, so, yeah, your premium needs to be as good or better 
than the yeah. actual thing no, you're right. selling for mm-hmm. sure. Um, this was really fascinating. We've talked about this. We like print stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, and a lot of this whole funnel hacking live talked a lot about subscriptions and memberships and having that continuity type mm-hmm. business. Um, one of the quotes from the thing was, you know, without, without recurring revenue, you don't have a business. Right. So it was, a lot of this stuff applies to, um, continuity type programs. So one thing that happens is if you send a print newsletter to anyone who's on a membership, mm-hmm. it increases retention by 2.6 times. Wow. So not just 2.6 months, but 2.6 times. So mm-hmm. instead of it being say four months, it's almost a year. Yeah. Just by adding a print something to your, to your thing. Sure. And right. you and I both know that it's like, oh yeah, I forgot about this. And yeah, you know, some people play the game. They're like, oh, I'm not going to send them an invoice. I'm not going to send them anything. I'm just going to get their credit card. Never talk to them again. Right. Don't send them emails. I don't want to remind them. That used to be kind of the old school way. You never reminded people that they had the subscription. <laughs> and then you just kind of see how long they would hold it. Right. Um, I think a better, more ethical way to do it is is to remind them every month of how great your stuff is and Absolutely. why they should yeah. keep using it. Right. So yeah, 2.6 times retention by using a print newsletter. Wow. And then this is another good stat. Um, and Perry runs dozens of businesses with, I think he said they've done um, three. He said in his career, he's created 900 million on revenue and 3 million individual sales, mm-hmm. which is a lot. So yeah. um, across different types of businesses. Um and one thing he said is, is a person who spends $1 is worth 20 free leads. Mm. So one, a person who spends $1 is worth 20 opt-ins basically. So what he does a lot of times is if you've ever seen Perry Belcher's ads, uh, if you were in the copywriting or marketing world, you might see his ads, but he has, he'll do these. Um, he has right now he has these laminated kind of cheat sheets for how to write your copy like just little prompts and stuff, but they're laminated and he sends them to you physically and you pay like seven bucks or nine bucks or whatever it is for them. Sure. So he's getting a dollar from you when you sign up, you know, Mm. $9, whatever. Um, because he knows a buying customer is worth way more than a freebie seeking customer. Right. Absolutely. he, He makes sure that, and by making them physical, people are more likely to buy it than if it was just a PDF. Right. Like a PDF at this point feels like it should be free. Yeah. Um, whereas if yep. you're, if it's laminated, you mail it to me for some reason, now it's worth, you know, a lot, seven yeah. or $9 or Absolutely. 29 or whatever you want to charge for it. Yep. So, but he tends to do those as kind of lower ticket items. So that's Perry mm-hmm. Belcher. Cool stuff. There? No, that's, um, I mean, I can see that, you know, we've talked about that, just the desire to get something physical, mm-hmm. uh, nowadays and <clears throat> super cheap on his cost too, but laminated even better because you've yeah. got something that, um, is kind of a cheat sheet that you can refer back to. It's yeah, like it a stays on your desk. Guide. Yep. You know, it's <clears throat> like a lot of corporate companies, you know, they, they give you little trinkets that stay on your desk with mm-hmm. their logo on it. Yeah. It's kind of the same idea, but it's more useful than a yeah, stress absolutely. ball or pen or mm-hmm. whatever. Right. All right. So the next person um that i had to look a few notes for was marie forleo uh so she's more of a you know she's a business coach she's got her b school 
Um, you know, she's one of the top in, you know, personal development slash business people on the internet for sure. Um, so she was there, she did a, a, a good talk. Hers was definitely more personal development mm-hmm. related, but I thought there was a couple of nice, cool things she said. Um, just some stats that jumped out at me. Number one was the average person born today will spend, I'll, I'll make this a quiz. How many, how many years do you think the average person born today will spend staring at a screen by the time they die? 44. <laughs> oh yeah. I gave you the notes. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. That's Very good. really amazing though. I, I'm, I'm looking at that number. Just That's like, like mind boggling, wow. isn't it? it like is. when she said that, I was like, what? That can't be right. And then I started thinking about it. I was like, yeah, that's. Wow. That's probably right. Years. If I live to be, you know, if somebody born today is probably going to live 95 or 100. Mm -hmm. And if you count phone screens, watch screens, TV screens, whatever, it starts adding up. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So her talk was a lot about um, time and managing your time. And Mm -hmm. she calls it being a time genius um, versus a time having time stress. And yeah. she's even got a quiz. I think it's timestress.com or something like that, or timestressquiz.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things she said, she's like, people ask me all the time because, you know, she's got podcasts and shows and courses and events and all this stuff. And they're like, how do you get it all done? She's like, I don't. Mm. <laughs> That's just yeah. the bottom line. She's like, I just, I don't. Right. And you have to be willing to not be able to get it all done or else mm-hmm. her point was she, she got very sick. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, because she was just always, always going. And now she's yeah. kind of pulled back some of that. Right. Um, and then the other thing was she had this phrase that she, that she um, came up with called it's, I don't do blank. Mm-hmm. So I don't do stress. I don't do right. overwhelm. I don't do. So instead of saying, um, I can't find the time or I can't whatever, you kind of turn it around and you say, I don't do overwhelm or I don't do lack or I don't do um, stress about taxes. Like whatever mm-hmm. your thing is that really kind of gets you balled up. If you say, I don't do blank, as opposed yeah. to saying this, you know, frustrates me or I can't do this or whatever. It's eight times more effective to your brain to, to say, I don't do blank than it is any other kind of formula that you might sure. have around that. Right. Um, and I found that to be true too. Like one of you mine, have a choice ultimately. I mean, you, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, you're telling yourself you have that choice of like, okay, I, yeah. I don't have to, I don't have to deal with this. Right. Yeah. I mean, so for me, one of my core, I don't do's that I, and I, I've used that exact phrase is I don't do sickness. Mm-hmm. Like I yeah. just don't get sick. Like that's mm-hmm. just not an option. I don't do it. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not for me. Yeah. Um, and sure enough, I, I rarely, rarely get sick. And when I do, it's usually over in less than 24 hours. Absolutely. So, um, so taking whatever is like your biggest problem and and then turning that around and just declaring, Hey, Mm -hmm. I don't do X anymore. I don't do arguing. I don't do whatever it might be. That's, that's kind of holding you back. I thought that was a great, just very simple. uh, Again, that's, it's kind of a self persuasion is how I'd put it on, Mm-hmm. On this show. No, that's good. Good self-talk. 
Um, Ed Milet, have you ever heard of, do you follow Ed Milet? No, I do not. I don't either. I hadn't. Um, Never heard of the guy. Yeah. So apparently he's a big speaker. Um, he does a lot of talks. He's got a, a couple books. Um, he was, I forgot where he made his money. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was, I'm thinking insurance, but I, I could be wrong on that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. but now he's more uh-huh. of a pretty much motivational speaker person. That's pretty much what mm-hmm. he does full time now. Yeah. Um, so his, his talk was really good, very emotional, which by the way, I'll, I'll say something about that at, at the, mm-hmm. here at the yeah. end. Right. Um, so he's, this I think was probably the, some of the best sales advice I've heard the way he said this just really hit with a lot of people in the audience. Like there's yeah. a lot of head shaking and things like that. And this is really good for persuasion mm-hmm. and sales relationships, whatever. He said, I don't need to get people to believe what I believe. I yeah. do need them to believe that I believe what I believe. Right. And that's a huge difference. Like the, oh, yeah. the battle mm-hmm. of trying to get someone to believe what you believe is, is hard. Yeah. It can be very difficult. Yep. You know, unless you happen to be in the right niche with the right group or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. But you can take anybody, even if they're not on your side and get them to believe that you believe what you mm-hmm. believe. And yep. that confidence can inspire them to, to do business with you or whatever. So Jonathan, you know, when you go into people's offices or boardrooms or things like that, I mean, that's really what you're doing. It's like, you don't necessarily need them to believe that your product or service is better. Right. But you do need to walk out of the room with them believing that you believe it's the best thing out there. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's what's <clears throat> contagious. Yeah. It's a transfer of emotion. And if yes. you're not, if you're not, if you don't, if you're not bought into what you do, and how you can help and you yes. feel like if you're in especially in your in commodities type any type of commodities i don't know how you get up for stuff like that you know if you're yeah. if you truly don't believe in the value that you create every day for your clients then it's it's a bad place to be i mean yeah. they'll see right through you because you don't believe in it so but yeah. so you have to have some kind of belief in the value that you're providing ultimately yeah. Yeah, and it's funny you said transfer enthusiasm. That was the exact quote that I thought of with the uh, transfer of enthusiasm from, I think, um, yeah. Zig Ziglar is the one that said that. Yeah. I mean, think about think about any time you've ever recommended, like you've seen this really good movie, right? Mm-hmm. Like, top, I mean, for instance, Top Gun. I don't know how many people I told, you yeah. know, Maverick was just like the greatest movie ever, you know, and yeah. it was like, it was really a transfer of emotion. They could sense that I believed it. You know, I went to see right. the movie three times, you know, I don't have to convince you if I'm telling you, <laughs> yeah. I, I rarely go to see a movie more than once. And I went yeah. to see that three times. So that in and of itself will tell you right there. That'll convince you. Okay. Yeah. Hey man. It's like, wow, this guy really believes. <laughs> like this guy really likes <laughs> it. Like I'm sold. I you believe, believe it. it. Yeah. I don't know if I believe it yet. I don't know if I believe it's the best movie, but I but know if you I listen do. to you. Yeah, I know you do. So I'm, so based on that, I'm going to give it yeah. a shot. Sure. Right. And then you think, you, yep. you know, and that's, so I think that's a really good distinction because mm-hmm. I think so often in marketing, we try to get people to believe the same thing we believe. Yeah. And yeah, you don't absolutely. have to, you right. just need to get them to believe that you believe what you believe. Absolutely. 
Yeah. And then the, the, so even if they still have doubt and skepticism, they may give it a try because of your level of belief and then persuasion. There, there's an area of persuasion that we're always attracted to a true believer out there. You know, we've yes. referenced that book, true believer in the past. <clears throat> people are naturally tr attracted and persuaded by people who really have bought in. And that's why some cults are so successful. I mean, yes. you know, unfortunately, you know, that's just the, the reality of, why cults work and yes. why so many people buy into them is because ultimately the guy at the top is a believer and they believe in him because mm -hmm. he is a believer and has convinced them not because he wants them to believe, but he believes, you know? Yeah. And so they love the enthusiasm and they love to think I'm, I'm, I'm really attracted to this person who really believes in something that I want to believe in or possibly believe in, but I'm not sure yet, but I'm attracted to that. Right. And I think people want, <clears throat> they want that for themselves, that certainty. Sure. And yeah. they're like, Ooh, if he's yep. that certain about that, mm -hmm. then maybe if I try it, I could be that yeah. certain about something in my life. Right. And I think mm -hmm. that's very attractive to people, like you said. So, absolutely. Um, so yeah, that's, that's good. Um, so the last thing I was going to say, I didn't put this on your notes, but yeah. it was interesting. It was kind of a post-training with Russell that I was attending kind of after you came back from Funnel Hacking. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the things he talked about is like the way they, they structured the entire event, and we may get into this a little bit longer and um, another episode, but one of the things when they structure the event, everything is planned out. Oh, I'm sure. The timing, who speaks when. And what's interesting is, is Russell did a pitch. He offered one product at the whole event. Nobody else pitched. It's just Russell pitched. Um, and he did the main pitch, and then he did a follow-up to that pitch with the same exact offer, but he just did it in a, a different way. But mm -hmm. each time before he was scheduled to do that, he made sure that the, that the presenter that went on right before him was a very emotional presenter to get people uh, in an emotional, fired up, excited yeah. state. Sure. Um, you know, maybe some tears, just, yeah, but yeah. just these huge emotion swings so that when Russell came out and made this offer, you're like, Oh my God, I, I want that. And oh, he was anchoring, right? I mean, he oh, yeah. was, I mean, that was, that was, he was got, he had some anchoring going there. Absolutely. Sure. And out of a room of 5,000 people, um, last I heard they sold 800, um, spots into their next level coaching, which mm -hmm. is, uh, I think it's 25,000 a year if you paid up front and then yeah. 30, if you made payments, 2,500 a month for 12 months right. Right. and 800. So that's almost 20% of the rooms so with 17% of the room. Um, so 800 people times, you know, most people did payments. Sure. Um, okay. Yeah, of course. So if you do, um, I didn't do the math ahead of time, but let's see what that is. So if you do 80, 800 times 30,000, it's a $24 million yeah. presentation. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the event, they basically broke even on, but this was the yeah. back end offer. Back end. Right. And you know, it's, $24 million. Now, not everybody will go and make it all the way through the the year and sure. you know, all that kind of sure. stuff, but 
if they ended up with 50% of that, it's a pretty mm-hmm. good, pretty good. No, week, it's great. Yeah. You know, absolutely. for a lot of companies. So, right. um, that was interesting. And, and Russell's kind of, that's one thing I like about the way he, he kind of does things. He pulls back the curtain on kind of what they're doing and why they're doing it because he does have a community of marketers who want to know. Yeah. Like what's going on? Why did that work? All these kind of things. So mm-hmm. it's funny, you know, even though people know that's exactly what's going on, they still line up and buy. Sure. <laughs> this stuff just works. On oh, people. it does. It so, does. Yeah. That's um, fascinating. Wow. Yeah. So that was, that was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting. They're doing a big launch now for ClickFunnels 2.0, which is the new version of the software. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're, if you're not watching ClickFunnels, you should definitely, you know, check mm-hmm. them out and start watching what they're doing. Um, there are, they're great, great marketers. It's, the, you know, one of the reasons they're one of the fastest oh, growing and most profitable yeah. software right. companies out there. Right. So yeah, really good stuff. Um, yeah, that's all I got, man. That was, that was the, that that's was good the stuff. Event. So how do they know they had 800 to I mean, How did you, how, how did they tell everybody that? Yeah. They told everybody later. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah. Cause it, part of his, um, so the second time he did the, pre- so the first time he did the presentation, I think that he said they had like five, 400 people sign up. So what he did the next day, mm-hmm. um, they had this, he did a follow-up presentation. He just said, Hey, I made an offer yesterday. About 400 of you took us up on that offer. You went to the back, you got your stuff. You're like, you're all in You're a super emotional buyer. And you just went back and bought. He said, however, I know that there's another half of you that are very logical buyers. <laughs> and then there's, you know, a part of those are also sure. are time yeah. sensitive buyers and won't do anything unless I force you to do it. So I'm about to do a presentation where I'm going to talk to the logical buyers and the people who are waiting to the last minute. Right. And it was, I loved how he just laid it out there like that. And he's like, <laughs> so let's go through the logical stuff. And he went through like, okay, if you, let's say this was 2,500 a month. And you wanted to pay for that. You would only need this many members at this much, you know, right. surely you could find that many members in, you know, in the first 30 to 60 days. Sure. Right. And he just, so he went through the math and, you know, made it made sense. And he said, okay, now for you people who wait till the last minute, I'm putting a <laughs> clock up because we're going to have a welcome lunch after the next speaker. Right. We've got to tell the hotel how many meals to have ready. Yeah. So there's a real reason why. Ah, a real yeah. reason. Not yeah. A, He's not, like, not some made so, up. Yeah. yeah. We've got a room over there. The tables mm-hmm. are set. We just need mm-hmm. to know how many meals to prepare. And you've got to have your, so we're going to take a 30 minute break before the next speaker. <clears throat> and at the end of that 30 minutes, you have to have your application and your, you know, your credit mm-hmm. card number in so that we can let the kitchen know how many people. Yeah. And sure enough, man, they put the timer up, they took a break and people went to the back and so started, started signing up. That's great. Um, so just yeah, goes was, to show the, uh, you know, the power going back to that. One of the most powerful words in the English language is the, the because, mm-hmm. and you give people a reason why a legitimate reason why. You yeah. Know, I mean, how do you argue with that? You're like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. You gotta have a, it does make sense. Yeah. I'll so. go ahead and pay you 30,000 so I can get my sure. $2 meal. Yeah. You know, that makes sense. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> Like it's a rational reason that makes no rational sense. Uh, exactly, it goes back to you know Chidini. You don't need, you don't even have to good have a good reason why you're cutting no. to the front of the line. You just as long as you have a because. Yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah, and so, um, so yeah, if you were if you were 
there's kind of two streams going on for me, probably for a lot of the guys, marketers there. Yeah. And that is one, like just listening. And the other two is like watching what they were doing and how they were Absolutely. doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you, if you do both, there was a lot of stuff to pick up and I'm really glad I went and mm-hmm. excited uh, about all the stuff they're doing in the future and what they're doing with ClickFunnels 2.0. And I think awesome. I think it's, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm in the cults now. Oh yeah. They, yeah. they got me. So I'm in the cult, uh, <laughs> you're, as far you're as that goes. So, um, well, yeah, good stuff. Good, yeah, that's, that's, good, that's, good takeaways. That's all I got. Uh, like I said, there's a, there'll be some things that we can dive into a little bit later on other mm-hmm. episodes. Once I get yeah. the official notes, yeah. uh, which should be pretty any moment now they should mm-hmm. be delivered to my inbox, but, okay. good. uh, I'll, I'll let you know. We'll dive into some of that. I, I I'd love to hit maybe next week if you get the notes. I'd like I I'd love to dig in a little on the anchoring and the framing effect on some of these. Yeah. And just because nothing is is by chance or haphazard. Everything no. is thought with precision. Yes. And you're absolutely right. Everything is thought in such a way that you're anchored and you're you have a it's a framing effect to, to get you ready to to buy. Yeah, and I mean, this was not just you know they spent, credit card. <laughs> they spent five million dollars to produce this event, and it's yeah, not just to no. make everybody feel good, right? Which it does. I mean, that's that alone makes the stick rate go up on all those five thousand sure. people, <clears throat> yeah, all those things. But you know, yeah, everything from having a swag store to handing out T-shirts, right. you know, when you get there, yeah. so everybody's it. All the ideas of a cult, we'll have mm-hmm. to review it through that lens as well, because they right. they did all the main things a good cult does. Yeah isolation, repetition, you know, all the, mm-hmm. you know, dressing alike, like all the yeah. things were done. So yeah. yep. interesting to watch. Yeah, for sure. Did, Man, your, that's good uh, stuff. did your beer get any better? Uh, not really, but that's okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it's okay. I'd ask. Good weekend coming up. We got, um, some, uh, good college games coming up and then also, uh, playoffs. I'm excited, man. MLB playoffs. My yes. Braves are in the playoffs. Your Braves yes. are in the playoffs. I got Tamar's actually all downstairs. Yeah, Tamar's actually downstairs watching the Phillies wildcard game. So, oh yeah, that's right. The uh, the Sillies are on. Yeah, the- <laughs> should be a fun uh, fun October and November. So uh, absolutely. But with that said, hope everyone has a uh, wonderful uh, weekend. We'll see you next time. Persuasionbythepike.com. You can find us on all of your podcast platforms, and. Sean, we're up to scroll up real, real quick. We're up to this is episode what two seventy. We're close to two eighty, so we're getting yeah, getting we're, there. Yeah, we're getting close, and yeah. uh, I would say that uh, by the end of the year, we'll be hitting that three hundred mark. So yeah, we need to get some repeat guests. I sent an email to Bill Mueller asking he launched a new course, so I sent him an email so he oh. should come back on the show to talk. Yeah, about I want to I want to see that because I, I I was all in on his last stuff. So yeah, see that. All right. Well, listen, have a great weekend and uh, we'll see you guys next week. See ya.